Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. I want to start off by saying thank you to all my fellow listeners for listening in. And uh, uh, I've had some questions and some feedback thrown my way, and I really do appreciate it, you guys. Uh, I also want to thank Dave Owens. I had him on my last podcast. Uh, I was my first guest, and I think it went great. Um, my microphone wasn't working, and everybody said they could still hear me fine. I talk fucking loud and blah, whatever. So uh, he, the guy was intelligent. He was he's super smart when it comes to the laws and, and all about this, the whole rec- um, blah, blah, blah. That's what I do right here. This is what I do all day. Dave Owens was amazing. He, uh, he was really smart when it came to the legal laws about um, – Everything. He's just a really smart guy. I'm just going to sit here and do that for a while. I'm just going to sit and talk about how smart he was and ramble. I really can't get going today, you guys. Uh, I have a lot on my mind. There's stuff. There's t- so much that I want to talk about. There's so much that uh, that's on my mind, and I just can't get it out right now. I just it's weird. I have I don't struggle with anxiety, uh, nervousness, and stuff, but uh, I have anxiety right now. As soon as I hit record. I always start off with a little bit of anxiety. So maybe I should just take you guys through that road with me, right? You guys want to go down my anxiety road. And if I sit here and maybe just talk for a while and, and just get it out, uh, we, can get a, we can get a good podcast out there. So hang in with me. My voice is really scratchy. I'm back to work. And everybody wants to talk to me. Everybody miss Dave. And uh, everybody wants to know how my neck is doing and how everything else is going and what I've been doing with my life and all I've been gone, which is really nothing, <laughs> except for starting a podcast. And actually, a lot of those guys listen to my podcast, which is really cool. Uh, but what else is new? Dave Owen was on my last podcast. If you guys didn't hear it, um, that's too bad. I thought it was one of my best podcasts to date. Uh, he great speaker, great conversation, very knowledgeable about the whole legal process and getting, getting bills put out or whatever it is on the ballot. Um, for you guys that don't know, he was the chairman of Legalized North Dakota, and he is doing the big push right now to get uh, cannabis, marijuana legal, and recreationally legal in North Dakota. For those of you that don't know, uh, medical marijuana got, we passed the bill for medical marijuana two almost two years ago now, and North Dakota has dragged their feet and hasn't really done shit. Uh, legislation has gotten together a few times and, and discussed it or whatever, but I'm not even going to talk about it. I talked about it on my last podcast, or Dave did, and he was awesome. Uh, I told him I'd have him on again someday. Uh, I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's not a big podcaster, he said, or he, maybe he has his other podcast, but he doesn't listen to mine. I'm not his, I'm not his cup of tea. <laughs> Is that what you say? Is that even a saying? Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. Uh, I want to throw out a huge thank you to everybody who listens, a huge thank you to all the feedback. I got some fan questions, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I still haven't told the acupuncture story, so here it is. You guys ready for the acupuncture story? I'm just going to start with it. Maybe it'll help me get some nerves out and not. My son's raging right now. They're playing Fortnite. My kids are so, like Davey and Carter are so addicted to Fortnite. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. They're video games. And I try to get them outside. I try to get them active. But I tell people all the time that... If I had the same video, if I had an Xbox One when I was their age, I wouldn't want to go outside either. I would have been addicted. I was addicted to a shitty Nintendo or Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64. I was addicted to that. But the games weren't as detailed and I could get a game and you, once you beat it, and if it was a certain type of games where you don't, once you beat them, you don't want to go back and play them again sometimes. Old school games, you know. So once you beat it, you got to go outside and you got to play and I'd go find me a stick and pretend to fight a war, man. And. But I try to get him outside. We try to get him on the go-kart. Uh, we, we, do, we do fun stuff. 
Uh, we have, we've had a pretty decent summer so far. So, And I've been around for most of it. And uh, I, I think the kids kind of take that for granted because now that I'm back to work, they're kind of like, man, I miss you, miss having you here and stuff. And it's like, well, well, I was here. You didn't play with me anyway. You played your fucking Xbox. So whatever. But anyway, the acupuncture story. Are you guys ready for it? I'm actually going to try to get it out this time. Uh, through the whole process with my neck going out and all that, but in between getting surgery and, and whatever, they wanted me to go through whatever kind of treatments I could do. I went to a chiropractor. Um, not going to get into that. I just don't really care for chiropractors. It was the one and only time I've ever been to one. Uh, he taught me how to crack my neck pretty well. <laughs> but uh, I, I think the guy, I could tell by the way the guy talked to me and his tone of voice that he, there was nothing he could do for my nerve pain, and there wasn't. And... But he still was trying to get me to come back, and I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Like he seemed like a great guy, but I could tell he was kind of bullshitting me. And you hear a lot of people talk about chiropractors, where, you know, they they just hey, they're just professional backcrackers, and that's all they're gonna do is just keep readjusting you, and it's your body just readjusts back to the way it's going to be. Uh, are you with me or not? If you like chiropractors, great. Uh, don't care for them. Well. I was going through some pretty crazy pain and, and, and I was just, I, anything, I wanted to try anything. And my, the, my VA, uh, the nurse at the VA, I was talking to her on the phone and she requ- uh, she thought that I should give acupuncture a try. And there was an actual, uh, acupuncture specialist in Grafton, North Dakota, which I don't even know how far North of, it's like 20 miles. I'll just say 20 miles North of Grand Forks, small little town. They have a VA clinic there. And I went there to get acupuncture to give it a try you know I was open minded I was in so much pain dude I don't give a shit dude I would have freaking hit myself in the dick with a hammer to make the pain go away man it was it was that bad I was never comfortable and yeah so I went up there uh, with, with a good open mind I sat down with a guy and he was Chinese and everything so I mean that's a good start you don't want some white dude doing acupuncture on you you know what I mean you know, so I sit down with him. He starts explaining acupuncture to me, and I told him I kind of knew what it was all about, and uh, you know, with all the needles and different points and stuff they use, and and whatever. Most people know what acupuncture is, right? Well, they they know it's, it involves needles and poking you, whatever, Dave. All right, get the story out, Jesus. Okay, well, I warned the guy from the start that I can't uh, I can't lay on my back, and. Or lay on my back. I can't lay on my stomach. I'm sorry. There's flies flying around me. I tried to catch one and talk to you guys at the same time. And you guys, if you know me, impossible. Not going to happen. So uh, I tell the guy from the start, I'm like laying on my stomach. Is, it's pretty rough for me. You know, and anytime I was on my stomach, uh, sitting straight up and down, uh, my arm just slow, my left arm slowly felt like it was inflating and, and getting zapped at the same time. And the longer I lay there, like the more it feels like the pressure was building up and nerve pain's a motherfucker, but I had to give it a try. So I, I lay on my stomach. <clears throat> I don't even really feel any of the needles go in or anything. Uh, he just puts them in and then he, he hooked up two little electrodes to it and it was given like a little shocking feeling going into my back. In the first few minutes, it felt great. And what he does next is kind of crazy. He sets down this bell next to me on this hospital bed. And it's one of them desk bells that, you know, silver desk bell that you ring. And he goes, I'm going to step out for a minute. If you need anything, ring the bell. Well, I'm laying there and I, I make it about 10 minutes. And my arm is on fire, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, ah. And so I ring the bell. And, you know, ding, uh, nothing happens. 
ding, you know, and I'm, I'm like, where's this guy? You know, I just, I can't do this anymore. And I, I ding the bell again and again, and <clears throat> excuse me, fucking throat. And I, uh, I, I'm too scared to get up at this point. I don't know how many needles are in my back. I don't know where they're at in my neck and my back. And I don't know how deep they are. It come to find out in the end, I could have got up after all, after you guys hear the story, I could have got up and just went to the door and just looked out and been like, Hey man, but I was hooked up to electrodes too. I couldn't unplug those. So it just, it was, it was all in my head really, but I'm laying there and I'm digging this bell and I'm like, man, I need to get up. I'm hurting. And I start to, I don't really yell. I start to yell a little bit, but I don't yell at the top of my lungs. Cause I'm just, I don't, I know. I felt like I'm going to be, I'm going to sound crazy if I start screaming, but to make the, the thing about it. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. You guys I had to take a drink, man. My throat was just getting way too fucking scratchy. Uh, anyway, so I'm laying there. I'm digging this bell. I'm like, Hey, Hey doc, doc, you know, I'm yelling. Hey, and I can hear people talking. Uh, in the next room over, I can hear people out in the hallway talking. And at this point, I'm pretty much yelling and dinging this bell. And I'm like, I don't yell help. I felt like help would have been kind of like, help me. Like, you know, I was just, hey, doc, you know, whatever. And I'm yelling. And I I was probably laying there for maybe 10, 15 minutes at the most. Well, I'm dinging this bell. And I like just, and I, I push, I flip the bell off the bed. And it hits the wall. And I'm yelling. And... I don't know, like, if these people in the other room, I know they can hear me. I got the bell dinging, I'm yelling, and honestly, I really think that they, they probably thought it was just some fucking kid playing with a bell, and a parent was yelling at them. That's the only thing I could think of why someone wouldn't tell somebody. Well, I don't know how much time goes by, and I am laying there, and all of a sudden, that doctor pokes his head in, and he... He's like, how's it going? And I'm like, terrible, terrible. I'm like, get me off this fucking table. I'm like, what? You know, I'm like, freaking out. And so he's like, oh, he feels, oh my God, oh my God. He runs over and he unplugs things and he starts pulling out all the needles. I'm like, are they out? Are they out? And he's like, yeah, 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 they're out. And I sit up and I look right at him and I make this hand gesture like I'm pushing a button. Like a normal hospital bed has those little emergency buttons to call the nurse or whoever. And I look at him and I'm doing that. And I don't know why it was the first thing that came out of my mouth was get, get one of these things, you know, get a button or something like, oh my God. And the guy felt terrible. Uh, I think I, he really, I think he really wanted, he's probably like, I want this white guy to have a, a good, a good, ex- cult, good Chinese cultural experience with acupuncture. And I had a terrible experience. Uh, but honestly, I, I don't, I don't blame the acupuncture or anything like that. You know, he shouldn't have left me in the room as long as he did. I then come to find out I could have just got up, like I said earlier, but he feels terrible. The, and and that was really it, though. And I'm just, just, I don't know. I thought it was a better story than that. See, all that anticipation for the acupuncture story. But I lay there. I was a prisoner of my own body for like 15 minutes. And the whole time, I could have just got up and went to the door and poked my head out. But I don't know. I felt bad for the guy. Like I said, he he felt pretty bad that I had to experience it that way. And, and I would definitely give acupuncture another try. It did feel, it actually felt really good up until, you know, my arm just got too... Too, much, too painful, too inflated feeling or whatever. So that is the acupuncture story. I don't remember the doctor's name. I wouldn't call him out on here anyway, but maybe I'll go up, maybe I'll schedule one someday and I'll go back up there and let him do it again. And, uh, cause I, like I said, man, the guy's face, he just, I thought he was going to cry. I felt so bad for him. And I, I yelled at him at first and, and it is what it is. And I'll give it another try someday for sure. So that was the acupuncture story. There you go. 
I hope it was what everybody was expecting or hoping, but, um, oh man, what else is going on? So being back to work, uh, I'm on limited work time. I'm like, I can only do six hour days, which sucks because I need money more than fucking more than anything. Uh, but honestly, you guys, like out of this, this whole situation, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and finances have always stressed me out more than anything. And the thing is, is like, I've always made enough money to pay my bills, uh, and child support. And if I was broke after that, I was broke after that. But I usually had enough to, you know, to put a little gas in the car and get all the bills paid. And, you know, and when I wasn't, you know, making a whole lot of money, you know, right before the neck injury, I had three jobs and money was great. I was getting bills paid down, getting caught up on things and helping robbing out all the time. Things were great, you know, and I went from three jobs to shitty disability. Don't even get me started on those assholes. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about them, but they still owe me money and they're just being complicated. Uh, my HR guy at work was telling me how fucking complicated they are too and he even tries to talk to them. In the back of my head, I'm like, well, get a better fucking insurance company then, you know, and I don't know. I am, I'm, you know, I don't know how that whole process works or how they choose what insurance company. I'm sure whoever gives them the best, the best bang for their buck when it comes to benefits. Or I don't know, hopefully the company ain't just trying to save a little bit of money because employees all like, we, we like our benefits. That's the big thing about working where I work is we have, we thought we had good benefits. So until you need them, uh, you really don't know how good or bad they are. And I think they're pretty shitty. Uh, but I want to thank the VA. The VA covered all the whole, this whole process has been covered by the VA. So I don't have to worry about a bunch of medical bills. With that being said, what I was getting at was financial stress was my biggest stressor I've really ever, really ever had. And when you have zero money, no money to pay the bills, you know, and, and, and when you do get money, it's like, well, we got to eat. So we got to get food and I got to put gas in the car, you know, priorities, so there's been a bunch of bills that haven't been getting paid. And, you know, I'm not trying to tell you guys this is a sob story. Don't send me money or any dumb shit like that. Or you can if you want. But what I'm getting at is I don't stress about it anymore because nothing I can do about it. I can't go out and sell drugs. I don't know enough people. <laughs> um, sell my body. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I can really do right now to make money. You know, I'm, I'm on uh, uh, short time. I'm on like um, ugh, limited work. I can only work six hours a day. Uh, 30 hours a week right now and I'll probably do it again for another week next week um, and then I'll call the occupational therapist and get it bumped up to hopefully I can get into to full time because PS Door has been great uh, they just I'm working with the flood plank guys just putting seals on flood planks and they're a great group of dudes I love uh, we sit down there and bullshit all day that's why my throat is like this I sit there and I just I have so much shit to talk about all the time and I'm just I'm a talker I love to talk and I don't know if I annoy people. I, I know I've, I've met people where I'm too much for them, where I, I'm too energetic and I just, blah, I'm just, I just, I'm on, life is my drug, man. I, people, I don't know if people think I'm on speed or meth or something, but I'm, I'm really, I'm not on Adderall. I don't take any of that shit. Uh, I've tried, I've taken Adderall before and it makes me even worse. So I don't know if I have ADD or not, but what I'm getting at is I'm not stressing about it because ain't nothing I can do, man. When the bill collectors call, I answer it. I'm just like, hey. How's it going? I I have no money. Can't help you out. You know, what do you want me to do? And they're just, it's funny when you tell them that I have no money. I can't pay you right now. I've been out of work, this and that. And it is what it is. Uh, if anybody else, I one thing I want to say, if, one, if I want to pass along a piece of advice is if, if you, you know, if you become financially hard, hard, you have some financial hardships, uh, 
and you owe people money, call those people and let them know. Like, call your cell phone company, call whatever credit card, electric company, whoever it is, call them and let them know that you can't pay it. A lot of them will work with you, believe it or not. You know what I mean? So I'm like, and some of them, like when it first all kicked off, I was gaining some late fees here and there and some other bullshit. Well, if I just called them and told them what was going on, a lot of them will put your account on hold and you can't use the card and stuff or whatever, which is just fine. But Robin saw them. I got distracted. <laughs> I looked out the window. Uh, I usually do these in the morning, but now that I'm back at work, I'm going to have to do them in the evening. Uh, but anyway, just don't, I don't, I don't want to stress out. I don't stress out about it anymore. When I got money, the bills will get paid, you know, hopefully the cell phone and car don't get repoed, but I'm not that far behind. So I'm really not that worried about it. So like I said, I am back to work. Uh, the first few days, uh, I have to look down a lot to put these seals on these planks. And the first couple of days, my neck was pretty sore, but honestly, uh, uh, it's, it's not too bad. I feel really good. Um, it's Thursday today, and it's it's been a long week for me. I can tell I'm really kind of getting run down as the week goes along. But that's you know that's that's gonna happen. And then this weekend, I'm just gonna try to get some good rest and relaxation and recover again for next week. And I'll probably try to do one more week of uh, six hour days. And then uh, my occupational therapist told me to just send her a message, and she can bump it up for me to full time. So. I probably could do full-time right now because PS Doors, like I said, they've been really good about just giving me some just chill job to do there and I, you know, nothing that really strains me or anything. I can't pick up more than 20 pounds or 10 pounds overhead and so it is good to be back to work. I missed a lot of the, believe it or not, I missed a lot of the people I worked with and it's good catching up with all of them and, and, and they're happy to see me back. I, a lot of people missed me and I guess I'm just an entertaining motherfucker. So uh, what else did I want to talk about? So I wanted to talk about this earlier before uh, before any of the stories or before I really got going is I want, I'm going to try to make my podcast more professional. I'm probably not going to start with this one. I've been a little lazy about it. Uh, you know, with all that time off, I should have been able to get get more done. But with the pain, well, I don't know. I'm not going to make excuses. I was being lazy about it. Uh, I, once the pain was gone and I had this drive of energy back, I, I just don't, I don't want to sit in front of a computer and play around with editing and making pictures or you know uh, album covers or episode covers and all that stuff you call me lazy all you want I get it you know but I just wanted to be outside it's nice outside I've been pretty much stuck in my own freaking head for like the last six months so once everything felt better I just I just love being outside I couldn't I can't wait to be outside and so what I want to try to do is I want to, you know, I need to get an intro song. So I'm going to ask you guys, uh, if anybody wants to try to come up with an intro song for me, um, I need to throw on like, you know, sponsors at the beginning, at the end, like the Dave Owen podcast. I should have, I should have just, uh, at the end, you know, I should have turned my mic back on or fixed the mic or whatever. And, you know, even after he left, uh, it came on, you know, at the end and said, Hey, I had some mic difficulties at the beginning. Just let everybody know I had mic difficulties. Uh, but I definitely need to get an intro. Um, I definitely need to, at the end, I need to, uh, give an out, you know, let you guys know, thanks for listening, where to contact me, things like that. So, so work in progress. And for all of you that have been, that stuck with me from the beginning of this, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I, you have no idea and yeah, can't thank you guys enough for listening without you guys. I don't know. I wouldn't, I would, it would just be me sitting here talking to myself. So, uh, I had a fan question. Hold on. I, I don't have it out. So. I believe it or not, I got a fan question, and I got I got a few. I, somebody threw a few ideas at me and stuff to talk about here and there, but uh, here it is, Dave Cast. I freaking love your podcast. You have such a sexy voice; it's so much fun to listen to. 
Makes me all fuzzy inside. Tell me what tell me what you think of marriage today. Benefits, downfalls. Do you believe people still believe in it? Do you believe people still believe in it? Who is this? <laughs> Just playing. They don't really last anymore. What do you think has changed in that makes society's view of, about marriage so different? Like divorce is so common. Why do you think that? Uh, do you want to get married again? Uh, anonymous. So... My take on marriage, for those of you who don't know, I'm divorced twice. I have failed two marriages, and I blame myself for both of those. Um, I mean, I'm probably not fully to blame, but I, I know I'm pretty much to blame. But I'm not going to go into detail about my marriages too much. The second one probably should never have happened, but I'm going to leave it at that too. So the first thing, in the, the first thing I want to talk about the question is why I don't think marriages really work anymore. And I think it's people get married for all the wrong reasons. I think it, the military too, especially... When I was in the military, I knew so many people that got married so they could try to get orders to, with each other to go to the same des- the same base, like you stationed in the same place. Uh, most of them met each other in tech school, and and those ones they rarely ever work. Every once in a while, you hear about like some tech school love, and tech school is the school that the uh, it's called ATI in the mil- in the army. The Air Force is just technical school is where you learn your craft or your job. So mine was like a, a security law enforcement school, and it was about thirteen weeks, I think, or sixteen weeks. And they just crash course and everything you need to know. And they're going to train you when you get to the next base anyway. But I uh, get sidetracked. Well, yeah, so a lot of the military, a lot of relationships in the military fail or marriages fail in the military because people get married for the wrong reasons. Uh, and not just the military. I think people get wrong, get married for the wrong reasons in all facets of life. I think a lot of it has to do with benefits. You're trying to get uh, health insurance or some sort of medical benefits or... Uh, I mean, you could go into all the whole gold digging, chicks marrying dudes for money, or dudes marrying chicks for money. It goes both ways. Uh, you know, I think, I think, I think you just gotta. You never know, man. You just, I just don't think you just never know if it's gonna work. Like things can be going great forever, and then one thing can happen, and it can all come crashing down. So, with that being said, is you just gotta put the work into it. You can't just bail as soon as you know you think things are failing or something's going wrong. You know, and. When one person cheats on the other one, I think that, to me, that's an ender. I can't stay with someone uh, who cheats on me. And it just, you can't just, because the thing is, if you're with someone who cheats, you can't, and you find out, like you catch your spouse cheating, you you have to move on past it. You guys go to counseling, do whatever you got to do, but that shit's going to haunt you for a long time. It's going to be in the back of your head. And every time you guys fight, you're going to want to bring it up and throw it in their face. And you just can't do that, no matter how much you want to. It's not going to help anything, you know, when both people start throwing shit, everybody gets covered in shit and nothing gets fixed, you know, and so it takes a really strong person, I think, to stay with someone after they've been cheated on and yeah, you just gotta, I've been cheated on and you know, it didn't feel good. It hurt a lot and I've cheated myself, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and say I've never cheated. I have cheated before and it's stupid. Uh, It's just you're going to get caught. Everybody gets caught. Not everybody gets caught, but just you get caught. You know, you can be, think you're the stealthiest or whatever, and especially nowadays with the way information and cell phones and stuff are being passed around. Uh, the way the information gets passed around on cell phones and stuff. I think Facebook and social media has gotten a lot of guys in trouble and girls too probably. I shouldn't I shouldn't just general it. I was just guys cheating, but girls cheat too. Oh, man, what, where was I even going with this, you guys? Sidetracked. I was trying to think of that to be my name, uh, the name of my podcast, Sidetracked with Dave or whatever, and it's, I think I like it a lot, but there's already a couple other Sidetracked podcasts out there, so 
Still got to think of something else if I'm not going to stick with Dave Cast. I might just stick with Dave Cast, but look at that. Sidetracked. Here we go. Uh, do you believe people still believe in it? Uh, marriage, of course. I think people will always believe in marriage. And I think some marriages work great. Some don't. I don't know. It's kind of hard to, hard to say, you know. Uh, what has changed in society that's made it so different? I think divorce is a lot more acceptable. I think when people hear you got divorced, it's not a big deal. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with religion is slowly dying off and going downhill. Not dying off, but I think uh, I think a lot of people less are way less religious than, than they used to be. You know, if you were Catholic, like it was, you could not get divorced, like no matter what. And you know, my parents were Catholic and they got divorced, but uh, so a taboo, I guess you want to call it. So back when it was just more taboo to get divorced, you know. And nowadays, it's, I'm divorced twice, and people aren't even surprised by it. Like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm divorced once. So I think everybody's kind of doing it, um, which that isn't necessarily a bad thing, though. So if I marry somebody and I know it's for all the wrong, I knew it was for wrong reasons, not known, but like you just, you know that it just ain't going to work and you put in the time, get divorced. Don't stay together. Don't stay together for kids. Don't stay together for financial shit. Like somebody will go crazy eventually and then just get a murder, suicide situation. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that. But, you know, don't go crazy in a relationship you shouldn't be in. It doesn't help anybody. Uh... What else was there in here I wanted to talk about? Um, I think that was about it. Uh, the downfalls, the benefits. What do you believe, people? Um, no, nah, I think I covered it, man. I think marriage, marriage can be tricky, and I think it's just more—it's more of a legal thing than anything sometimes. But it is what it is. I—I uh, I would definitely get married again. Um, <laughs> Robin's like, yeah, you better get married again. Uh, I, I want to marry her. I would marry her in a heartbeat. Um, we just, we got other shit to get it, you know, to get our priorities straight before we just jump out and get married or anything like that. And neither of us want a big ceremony or anything. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely down to marry her. She's, she's the best. She's been a huge, huge support through all this. And we have had our ups and downs. Trust me. We rarely fight, but when we do, it, it's, it gets kind of crazy sometimes. And I'm a runner and, and she's had people run out on her. So, and we both have our issues and we're almost not like a good it's almost not a good combination, but at the same time, I think that it's made us stronger through everything. And if that makes any sense, I don't know. She's probably mad that I said this shit on here, but I don't care. I say everything on here. I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open book. And that's, you know, if you want to do a podcast or you want to get on, you know, social or anything, social media or wherever, and you're going to put your life out there. Everybody's, you know, they have, pretend to be private and this and that, but it's like they're putting out pictures and their whole life on Facebook. I know people that put out way too much personal shit on there. But, uh, well, thank you for the question, Anonymous Writer. I really do appreciate it. Um, I had another question. It really wasn't a question, but somebody wanted me to bring up PTSD and how I felt about it and talk about it and maybe my situation, you know, my situation, my experiences with, with PTSD. I've never been diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, they wanted to when I was in the military, and at the time I kind of held back on it. I just didn't want to be labeled Uh you know, I'm just crazy. I'm crazy just I'm crazy. No other reason, you know. But I've, I've been some places and seen some things. Even here in the United States, I've seen some things as a cop that nobody should ever have to see. And it just kind of gets burned in the back of your mind. And what I tell people that are suffering from a traumatic event, uh, whether you want to call it PTSD or not. And no, it's not just a military thing. I know a lot of people, civilian people, have never even been in the military that, that, that struggle with a traumatic event that affected their life, you know. You know, if you're in a really bad accident, you you see someone get killed, or you see 
you know, something really bad or you're, you grew up and your dad beat your mom or, you know, vice versa or whatever, you just seeing those things can really, can really mess with your mind. You know, our minds are really fragile and, uh, the, the best advice I ever give anybody when it comes to PTSD and I don't, you know, don't, don't, you don't have to, I don't want you to go around sharing your information with everybody or your information, your life or your thoughts and all that stuff with people, but you can't keep it in. That was the biggest thing with me is I, I drank it away. I just kept it in. I didn't tell anybody. It was just, I pretended like it didn't bother me or whatever, you know, and it, it didn't go away for a while. And then it kind of creeps up on you and it, you know, it just pops up out of nowhere. You're like, I, you don't, I don't even know why, you know, it just all of a sudden one night you'll go to sleep and I'll wake up and won't even remember a dream, but I'll wake up covered in sweat and just anxiety through the roof. And you can tell I just went, I feel like I just woke up from like a fight or something. Like I'm just, this traumatic event happened, you know, it, it is, it's crazy, but you can't keep it in. Go find a counselor. You talk to someone, you know, your loved ones or whatever. And, uh, you sit down with them and explain to them what's going on. I did all that. I held it in for way too long. And now I'm, I'm really open about it. I sat down with some people and, and don't expect people to, you know, you're not going to know when you tell someone that you're, you're struggling, you know, don't, don't expect them to know what to say. Like, I, I don't even know what to say when some people, if some people say things to me, or bring up something and you're just like, man, they just dropped a bomb on me. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, uh, get help for real. Go get help. Dry, just drinking it away. Uh, other things like that, you know, just whatever doesn't, it doesn't help. Um, another thing too that I, I had a really big issue with is, is comparing. Don't compare yourself to other people. Uh, it's really easy for me, you know, to be like, well, I was in Iraq during a pretty chill time. I had friends and stuff that were in Iraq. 05, 06, I knew Marines that were in Fallujah. These dudes experienced some crazy shit, you know? And then I know Vietnam veterans. I know guys who've been in other wars, like in straight wars. And you're like, man, I don't got it bad. I don't have PTSD because those guys had those guys got PTSD, not me, you know? Uh, that guy on the side of the road that's like a veteran that's homeless who's begging or peddling for food and money, that guy needs help, not me, you know? And... But you can't do that. No matter what it is in your life, you cannot compare yourself to other people. Like with this whole arm injury, man, like some people were like, oh, Dave, suck it up. There's people in wheelchairs and there's people that can't walk. And I get that. I really do. But you can't compare yourself to other people because my issues and my pain are exactly that. They're mine and they're affecting my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I was in a wheelchair or lost the use of my legs or cancer something worse you know that's that's terrible and that's you know that destroys people and and this and that well my issue destroyed me and you just can't compare yourself to other people obviously there's always somebody worse out there there's there's you know you could be dead it could be way worse obviously but don't keep it in talk to somebody you know if you if you don't know who to talk to hit me up seriously you guys I put it out there. You guys know how to get a hold of me. Don't be afraid to write me and say, hey, man, I struggle too, and it's not just you, and uh, it is what it is. So don't hold it in. That's my biggest thing when it comes to uh, any sort of, not even necessarily PTSD. Uh, you know, if you're really struggling with anything, um, stressors in your life and stuff, you just don't hold them in. You got to have someone to talk to, you know, and uh, and if you get home and, you know, let's talk about flipping back around to relationship advice when it comes to marriage. Like if you if you get home and you sit down and you talk to your husband or your wife or your spouse and, you know, and they're not listening to what you have to say, you got to get their attention. You know, a lot of you are like, well, you, do, you know, husband or wife or they don't want to listen or I don't want to bother somebody else with it. But 
if you're married to that person or you're, you're in a relationship with them, they got to take on your shit too, you know? And, and that's, that's a really big part of the relationship. You know, like I, I, with Robin, I'm taking on her kids, you know, I'm taking on and, and their issues, you know, and all kids have issues, you know, and I'm taking on that. And I, I'm not scared of it. I'm, I'm here for her. I tell her, I'm like, don't, you know, and talk to me, you know, and I know she, sometimes she doesn't want to come to me either because I'm struggling and it's hard for her to want to talk about stuff. She's like, well, you already got enough on your mind. I hear that a lot. And I don't care, you know, don't come. Then she, that's all she's doing right there is comparing herself to me. And we don't want to do that. So if you have a spouse and they don't seem like they want to listen to you, you got to get their attention. You got to let them know or divorce them. I don't know. <laughs> that's a joke. But you get what I'm saying is your, your, your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, your partner should be your first, the first person you should go to talk about anything. Uh, you know, so that's, that's huge. You know, if you feel like you can't bring something up to your spouse, you can't bring it up, then that's, that's a big issue that needs to get fixed. You know, so maybe you need a moderator. Need you need to go to counseling and sit in front of you know someone. I've done couples counseling before. Me and Robin, not with Robin, but previous relationships. I hated it at the time. Uh, I thought it could have helped or whatever, but it just ended up being like a beat up Dave party or bash me the whole time. I hated it. You know, if I would have got something out of it, maybe I'd have liked it more. And uh, I didn't go as we didn't go as much as we probably should have or whatever. But yeah, whatever. It wasn't gonna work anyway. Trust me, it wasn't gonna fix that shit. So, um. Yeah, just reach out. You know, there's there's the suicide hotline. There's all there's so much. There's so much. Uh, so many places you can reach out to if you're struggling. And even if it ain't like you know you know you don't have blah 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 blah. You're not suicidal or you're not you know that deeply depressed. But things bother people. Everybody's bothered by something. So uh, maybe you got coworkers at work. That was a big thing with me. You know, and I don't go too personal about too much stuff. Well, I kind of do sometimes, but. My coworkers at work are like my, they're like my therapist, man. I, you know, I, Kelly works next to me. I'll tell that guy all my problems, you know, and he'd give me some good advice, some bad advice, some whatever. He'd just give me advice and it's great. It's good to talk to somebody. It's good to get it out. So just talk, shit, sit down and try this. I don't even know. I'm just making this up as I go, but not making that up, but making this up. Uh, get a microphone or record yourself and talk, talk to yourself, listen, listen to it back and see what you sound like and just... Maybe that'll make you realize your problem ain't as bad as you think it is. Or maybe it's worse than you think it is and you actually need to go get help. Do that. For real. Huh. All right. Well, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, I know, I know. So they came out and finally fixed the septic system, which was great, right? Well, they didn't even they didn't finish, but they say they're finished. Let me get to this. So they came out and it took them forever. They were supposed to be here way earlier than the beginning of summer. And I'm not going to throw out the construction companies. Uh, that's the rule. That's rule number one on the Dave cast is I don't talk, I'm not going to talk shit about somebody unless they're here to defend themselves. So, and I probably will. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure some shit will come out like I'm talking shit, but that's just whatever. Fuck it. Uh, if I do, you guys call me out. I really don't care. But they came out, they were supposed to be here at the beginning of summer. They didn't get here till like just, they did it last week. And you know, their excuse was a wet summer and blah, 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 blah. Well, it's like it's always going to rain. It's always going to be a wet summer. It's always an excuse. Well, from what I can tell, they did a really good job. They came out. They put in a new tank, crushed the old tank. You know, I was, wasn't working yet, so I'm out there hanging out with them and watching and whatever. And uh, I thought they were going to come back out this week to finish up because the yard is a fucking mess and it's a disaster and there's ruts everywhere. And I get it. When you're driving big trucks around and backhoes, they're going to leave ruts in the yard. 
the guy told me while we were out there talking, he goes, no, we're going to leave your yard looking really good. Like my neighbor has like an above ground mound system or septic system or whatever. And they left his too steep. So he couldn't mow it. He tried to mow it for a year. He said, but it just became too much of a pain in the ass. He lets his just grow. And I think it's just an eyesore and it's gross or whatever, but you know, I don't blame him for not mowing it. I'm hating on my neighbor guy or whatever, but, uh, and that, so the guy's in my backyard, and he's like, yeah, it'll never look like that. It's going to be a nice, gradual incline, and, uh, and ours is nowhere near as high as my neighbor's. And so they put in the tank, and then they ran these two um, drain fields straight out back, and they're like half plastic tubes that they put, in the, they put on the ground. And uh, when the tank gets so full, it pumps the liquids out into that, and then it just goes and just soaks up into the ground. And... You don't have to worry about it or whatever. And the two that run straight back north and then east and west, there's another one that goes both ways. So it's like a giant T in my backyard. Well, the two that run north, they did, like I said, a nice gradual mound over it. It, it looks really decent or whatever. You got to plant grass seed and all that still. And I want to get out there with a rake or a drag and kind of level it all out. But huge huge ruts going in all over the backyard which i mean i don't know maybe they're just like well that's part of you know that's uh collateral damage you know you have a soggy yard and we got to drive trucks on it and i kind of get that and i get it i got i got a lot of work ahead of me to fix it but on the west end of the drain field they didn't even cover up all the drain field plastic shit i don't know what that shit's called it's like a like i said it's like a plastic tube that's under the ground or whatever but they didn't even cover it up like you can still see the tube so I sent pictures, I took pictures and sent it to the guy today. I'm like, you're not done. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. And hopefully, like, we're going through the realtors through all this because the, the lady that owned the house before is the one paying for it all, which is cool. But man, these guys, they left my yard a total shit show. And I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if I want them back out here because it's like, I already got, I already butted heads with the guy before he even came out here on the phone a couple different times, and I thought I was going to fight the guy. Once they got here, they were cool, and they, they looked like they were doing a good job, and I think they, they, I've heard they do, they're one of the best guys in town to do it, the best companies to do it. But man, my yard is a fucking mess now, and like I said, it's obviously not done. I can still see the drain field plastic pieces. I have to find out what those fucking things are called. Um, I think it starts with a C, actually, but anyway. So it's not done, man. So I don't know. Robin was like, well, call the guy. I'm like, I am not going to call him because I'm just going to be mad. And uh, I know the way that guy's attitude is. He's going to get mad. And like I said, we're both going to start throwing shit. And we both people get covered in shit. Nobody wins. And it'll just be dumb. So I'm going to let the realtors deal with it. Um, the brother-in-law down the road, Don, has got a tractor and a drag and stuff. So he said he'd definitely help me and, and fix it all up. And uh, the north, the far... Uh, the east-west drain field at the end that's all it's like all chunky grass still like it's not smooth or anything and it's just uh i'm thinking about just letting the tall grass that's like a foot behind it just i'm gonna bring i'm gonna move not move it up but just stop mowing like in front of it like a couple feet and it'll just tall grass will cover it all up and nobody will see it um i could do that for now you know until we actually get some better resources and stuff because if the brother-in-law comes over with the tractor it's just gonna just it's gonna rot up the yard even more right now so i'm gonna get out there with a rake and a shovel and do what i can while i can you know like i said i'm still recovering i'm pretty sore after a week of work first week back you know i'm just not used to being on my feet all day and don't get me wrong work's easy it's not nothing's hard about it and it's it's i could i could have probably did a full week but a full uh full time but it's okay 
So I don't know what's going to happen with the septic thing. If they're going to come back out here and the guy's going to have some fucking attitude, I'm just going to stay away from him. I'm going to get in a fight with the septic guy. Oh, speaking of fights, man, I can't. I want. I definitely need to get back on track with the TKO podcast. I love sitting and talking about MMA. It's one of my passions. It's one of my. It's uh. It's. I love it. It's just something I've really been involved with a really, really long time. I'm really knowledgeable about a lot of things with it, and I just really. I can't wait to do another TKO podcast. DC beat. He's the new heavyweight champion of the UFC. It's awesome. I love DC. He's like. I don't know. I don't know why he's not more popular. You know, he's a great broadcaster. He's a great fighter. The dude's rest. He was an amazing wrestler. Uh, he's never lost a heavyweight fight ever. You know, he's lost a light heavyweight to John Jones. John Jones is his kryptonite. And I'm not going to get into too much fighting, but I definitely got to get get in get doing some research and do a TKO podcast. The reason I don't or haven't done them, like I said before, I love to do research. I don't want to talk about a fighter unless I really know his background, and, and I really know a lot about him, because just, I just don't feel right, you know, uh, especially when I do predictions, like, it's hard to be like, well, I know this guy, and I don't know that guy, well, how do you, you know, it's just, it just, it's dumb, so definitely want to get back into that, uh, what else was I having to go on, oh, I don't know, you want me to rant about social media, I can rant about some social media shit, for sure, um, Still on there, still balls deep in Facebook, still addicted. Uh, I, I like it because I can try to find I find things to talk about on here. Uh, I like I don't mind putting my opinion out there. And honestly, like you can try to rip my opinion apart, be my guest. You know, I, I feel like I feel like I, I not that I argue, but I feel like I have really good points a lot of times, and I like to think logically. And I don't I don't go too far right, I don't go too far left. You know, if you're stuck in one way of thinking, you're narrow minded, and you're not helping anybody. Um, what was some stuff I saw in there today? Oh, people are still bringing up the NFL and kneeling. Oh, my God. Let's move past that already. It's just ridiculous. And then somebody, somebody posted a meme about Tim Tebow. Or was that meme or was there status about Tim? People were complaining that Tim Tebow were taking, well, he was taking a knee to pray or he was kneeling to pray and people had an issue with it or whatever. Well, as long as I can remember, when a player scores a touchdown, they drop to a knee and they do, a, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit on their chest or, you know, like pull a cross actually out of their jersey. Seen this before and kiss it and put it back in or whatever. Maybe that was baseball or something. That was probably baseball. But dudes kneel. Whoa, above the mic. Dudes kneel all the time. And, and nobody says anything. Nobody cares. I don't know if I'm missing something, but I haven't heard anybody ever, ever complain about, did you see? Do you believe it? That player took a knee after he scored a touchdown and prayed to God. What a monster. You know, nobody's ever said that. So I don't know where that's going around or... Or why it is, but just if you see shit on social media, crush it. Like I try, I'm just like, dude, this is stupid. It's propaganda. It's just more division. Everybody's trying to divide us. We're all one. We're all Americans, but yet we're all different, and we think different, and we talk different, and you know. But oh man, so I, I now that I'm back to work, uh, I work. And, you know, this is this will go into what I was just talking about. I work with a guy from Cameroon, which is a country in Africa, and like I said prior to this thing, man, I love. I love picking other cultures' brains, you know, and I love I love asking him like, oh, what do you speak there? You know, what's you know, what's this and that? And I just ask him all about it, you know. I've never really heard much about Cameroon before. And he, the guy is just like, Man, so many people aren't they don't get how blessed they are to live in a country that they're in. He's like, I hear people bitching all the time about this and that and he just standing there and he's just you know, he doesn't say anything. He said, I don't say anything, but he's like, Man, people just they just got to shut up and realize they live in one of the greatest countries in the world. And right now, I know it's all politically confusing and 
fuck Trump and fuck Hillary and fuck Obama. Like, people are still beating up Obama. Leave that man alone, dude. He did his time. He didn't hurt nobody. He didn't talk no shit. You know, and I, I don't think, I, I think the biggest issue with Obama was he didn't really help race relations, but I don't, I don't think he really hurt him all that bad either. So, leave Obama alone. He did his eight years. He's all done now, you know, and fuck Hillary. I don't care for that, that chick either, but chick. I called Hillary Clinton a chick. She's not even close to being a chick. I'm so glad she didn't win, man. <laughs> but I'm not going to dive into politics. Uh, fuck, sidetracked. There I go. What the hell was I talking about? Facebook shit. Oh, the whole kneeling and all that stuff. Just, I think a lot of issues right now is people posting old shit, man. Just find some new news and post that. Like, I don't mind you posting a meme or putting your opinion out there and things like that. But just try to stay with the times and try to... Let's just, we just got to move on. We got to get out of the past, you know, like the whole bringing up Obama. Like everybody's trashing him. It's like, move on. It's time to fucking just, you know, it's time to, it's the time for Trump, whether you love him or hate him, keep hating him. You guys are giving him power. He guys, he loves it, dude. He's like, I don't know. He's like a Power Ranger villain, you know, it's just more hate he has, the fucking more powerful he gets. And I've never even watched Power Rangers before. So I don't even know if they're villains. They even have a villain that, you know, but hate hate feeds hate loves hate you know hate grows from hate and not saying that trump's a hater or whatever but uh the more people hate on him the more he's gonna just try to shut everybody up and do a better job so i think it's hilarious so keep talking shit uh oh lastly what else was i gonna talk about i don't know maybe that's it 45 minutes in you guys i think we did pretty good ranting and raving here um I always forget to add uh, like where to look me up and stuff. So it isn't it isn't Dave Cast on Facebook. It is Dave's podcast on Facebook. And I went and I tried to change the name of the I tried to change the name uh, of the page to Dave Cast, but somebody else already has it, I believe. But when I did try to change it, it was like it it said I got denied because the my name didn't match the content on the page or something. I'm like the name is the po- the page is for my podcast and the name of it is the name of the podcast like it was ridiculous it was ridiculous but uh so Dave's podcast on Facebook you guys I'm still funny welder I don't have an Instagram for Dave cast yet uh just funny welder on Instagram please you guys send me a message ask me whatever you want um feedback is greatly appreciated I didn't get the feedback that I thought I would from the last podcast with Dave on uh, you know, I thought we, I thought it was a great conversation. I thought we, we, I thought we got a lot of good information out there. I learned so much from just sitting down with that guy for an hour and actually he stuck around for about an hour after the podcast was over and we sat outside and bullshitted and a good dude. I, I love his cause. He's doing great things, uh, with this whole legalized, uh, marijuana thing. And if you guys don't think we should be legal, let me know. Tell me why you don't think it should be, uh, come on my podcast and tell me why you don't think it should be. I think it'd be great. Um, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook is my personal account, but hit me up, you guys, for real. Um, I wish people would write me more. I wish I could get more feedback. Uh, for those of you that, that love this and you're, you know, a Dave Cast follower, please like, share, comment, like get it out there. You know, the more people listen to this, the better it's going to get for you guys. So thank you for the ones that do support me and do share. I really do appreciate it. You guys have no idea how much I appreciate all of you. And that was it, man. Thanks, for guys, for listening. And until next time, later.